genre. Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Return of the King, one crazy old man at a time. I'm Norman Mitchell. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And joining us for the last time this week uh, is Brian Green from Theme Park This. Hi. There's significantly less gore bag in this minute than there was in the last one. <laughs> significantly less, but many potential Dude. bags of gore. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to speak to Peter Jackson about that. Right, I'd like to. When Gorbag's not around, plane. everyone should be asking, "Where's Gorbag? <laughs> Where is Gorbag?" Uh, so this this minute uh, starts with Pippin sneaking, looking around a corner at this the scene before him, mm-hmm. and ends with Pippin running through a street full of soldiers shouting Gandalf. Mm-hmm. He's he's very concerned, as he should be. Of a very concerned Pippin, so. Uh, but before I really talk about this minute, I wanted to to jump back to yesterday uh, after our our incredible silliness. There was something I wanted to talk about that I totally forgot, <laughs> which is so Shelob is a spider that paralyzes her her targets with venom. Yeah, Frodo is very small. Yeah, he should just be dead from the venom anyway, because she's used to eating orcs. And paralyzing orcs. With I feel sting. like, or but okay. Also, there were like those weird animals in her. Yeah, I think they just got stuck and died. Ew. Um, and then she just ate. But them. they were all wrapped up. Yeah, she probably was just like, oh, little snackies. I'll save those for later. But like, she's used to stinging orcs to paralyze them dead. Maybe she them. like regulates how much. Maybe because she's intelligent. It's yeah, she like... might be able to. But I've always been like, oh man, he should just be dead anyway. <laughs> like all the foam that came out of his mouth. <laughs> she just has the calculations in her head. Like, okay, well, he's about fifty pounds. You know, and I should probably use about you know three hundred milliliters. Huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she's an expert. I I I buy that because like I mean you yourself is just like oh yeah she's an intelligent being so like why wouldn't she be able to like yeah use it with precision yeah it's just one of those things that I I'm always when I'm when I'm watching the movie I'm always just like oh she's so big and he's so small this is her form of cooking that's true I, <laughs> like, I mean spider like some spiders what they what they put in their prey it also like dissolves their innards for them to eat. Ew. Blech. So oh, people wonder why I don't like spiders. Right. And then they just like eat them like soup. That's disgusting. Uh, that's why they still, <laughs> that's why they leave them still wrapped up. And then they, even, then they cut them out of the web and so, let their carcasses fall. So what fall. you're saying is Hobbit it's Hobbit soup. It's yeah. Hobbit Robin, yeah. <laughs> She's making soup. So now to talk about this minute. Now, now we're, we're going to move along. Uh, so we get some more, uh, more excellent John Noble mm-hmm. in this minute. Pippin is rightly terrified of what's happening. Uh, I really like, uh, Denethor's line where he's kind of just talking to himself. He's got his hands on Faramir's head. The house of his spirit crumbles. He is burning, already burning. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, 
what a what a poetic way to totally not realize that he's alive and has a fever. He's he's off the deep end. Yeah, he's he's gone. He's very yeah. gone. Also, he can feel how warm he is through his, through gloves. his gloves. Yeah, <laughs> that's concerning. That's a bad sign. Like that's a sign that Faramir maybe is just dead anyway. Yeah, just brain damage. Bye. I'm sorry. Yeah, because he's real sweaty. Yeah, I mean, if you're hot enough that when someone touches you through gloves and you feel them, that's like brain death hot. <laughs> that's that's not a good sign. He's um he's made of some strong stuff. Right? He's clearly clearly yeah. Also, Silicon Dummy of Faramir, close-up shots, actually David Wenham, that whole that whole deal. Mm-hmm. Also, we're going to, the Silicon Dummy is there when they do the burning later. Obviously. <laughs> it's just laying there, getting all melty. Ew. <laughs> Melt man. But yeah, I think John, John Noble, again, as always, very good here. I like well, the way- Well, he's no gore bag. He's no gore bag. <laughs> uh, I no, like the- Pippin shouting, he's not dead, and trying to pull the sticks away from this. Mm-hmm. Just, Denethor, well, if you're going to do something right, you might as well do it yourself. Just walks around and grabs Pippin by one hand and just drags him away. Yeah. Poor Pippin. He's trying so hard. I think that this moment speaks to, like, some some small bit of who, who Denethor is, because he, he doesn't ask, he doesn't initially even ask anyone to remove Pippin. He just goes and does it himself. Well, okay. Um I I to 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 comedically counter this, um the guards in in uh Minas Tirith are useless. Like <laughs> that's we, fair. We have seen we have seen them just stand around and not do any guard things. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like this also uh Discounting the fact that Pippin is, is a small is, is a small guy, he's a hobbit. Mm-hmm. Like this shows Denethor as being like relatively strong because Pippin is clearly struggling but can do nothing to free himself. Yeah. Denethor is like a 90-year-old man who just get out of here. <laughs> but I don't know. I think this I think this speaks to some amount of Denethor's like character as a as a person, as a man who does things on his own as like a person of action rather than like at the core of his being rather than a person that just sits there and lets everyone else do things for him. Mm. He's just like, well, no, I'm going to take care of this. My son is dying. This has clearly driven me mad, but I'm just going to take care of this myself real quick. (laughs) Yeah. And then, you know, farewell, Peregrine, son of Paladin. I release you from my service. It's cold. Yeah. Go, uh, go die. (laughs) In whatever way <laughs> seems fit to you. Or seems best Jeez. to you. Like, oh my god. Alright. It's metal. It is. And then he closes the door. <laughs> poor oil on the wood! <laughs> I, um... Yeah, poor Pippin, dude. Like, <laughs> Poor Pippin. There's two scale double shots in this scene, too. Because mm-hmm. the, the when we see Pippin's face from behind, it's tall Paul dragging Pippin. And when we see John Noble's face from from the front, it's uh, John Noble dragging Pippin's scale double, mm-hmm. uh, whose name escapes me at the moment. Also because there seems to be disagreement uh, whether or not uh, which scale double it actually is in this scene for The Hobbit. Oh. Uh, Peter Jackson and Pippin both use different names. Pippin? He keeps <laughs> Billy Peter Boyd. Jackson and Billy Boyd <laughs> use different names, talking about the scale double. Mm-hmm. Um, who then 
which is a practical shot. The scale double lands and rolls, and then Billy Boyd is just sitting out of frame to pop up. It's um. So it's not two shots cut together. Yeah, it's, it's a single really shot. That's real cool. Yeah, That's clever. And then yeah, and we get a better look at some of this. We get a, a better look at some of the stuff on the side on top of the the sarcophaguses. Yeah, like the tombs. We get the get some look at some of the details on the the vestiges of. I think they're meant to be bronze. Yeah, they look bronze. They don't look like they don't look like marble stone. Yeah, they kind of looked like marble when they were in in darkness, mm-hmm. more into in, more in the dark. But where'd they get all these this kindling? Uh, I don't know. Up by the up by the uh, the beacon, maybe. No, because that that was just like straight up logs. Well, they probably had some extra stuff. Really? I don't know. They got you gotta have fires to warm yeah, the castle. Yes. Like, but they have all these oil lamps. Yeah. You gotta have wood, though. You can't burn oil for heat, not, like, with medieval technology like yeah, this. Yeah, that's true, I guess. They don't have they don't have oil furnaces, just heating water, send hot water baseboards all through the Citadel of Gondor. Oh, man, this is messed up. It is messed up. <laughs> that man's alive, Denethor. Right? You're gonna burn him alive. Also, I think it's interesting, he says the house, the, the house of his spirit is crumbling. He's... He's extra. He's real extra. Yeah. Denethor is the most extra. Rival, rivaled only by Sauron, I think. Uh, yeah. I was going to say Saruman, but... Saruman, Saruman's not in this movie. No, I, for like Except 10 minutes. the very beginning. <laughs> yeah. Saruman's pretty damn extra. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, it's Christopher Lee, John Noble. Dude. Just being real extra with each other. I, um... That's like, that's like a selling point for this movie for me. I've yeah. talked about it before, but, like, everyone is just, like, bringing it. Yeah. They really are in the in the commentary. In the commentary, John Noble. I don't know if this is supposed to be like a joke, but it made me laugh. He he's just like you know I, I respect Peter Jackson because he respects he respects his actors enough to just let them do what he paid them to do. <laughs> <laughs> so like, this is like he he gets out of our way and lets us act. Is <laughs> <laughs> like what he. Is like what that says to me. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Instead of like micromanaging, yeah, it's just like he he was he paid us to act. We're gonna do our jobs. Yeah, he knows who he hired. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, because you have like um, some of the some of the more veteran actors on this movie when they they talk in the commentary, and when they're talked about by Peter Jackson and Fran and Philippa, there's a lot of this this sense that. Bernard Hill, John Noble, and especially John Reese davies never did scenes the same way twice when they were doing different takes. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, here's all this stuff, use what you're going to use. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know if that's just a drive among like actors of their generation, I guess, like differently from the other actors on this, this in these movies. But it's just like a thing I think is kind of interesting that it's those three in particular are called out for that a couple of times in the commentary. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not an actor, so. (laughs) And uh, John Noble talking about the difficulties of doing ADR when you record the 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 voice the the voiceover for the scene three years after you filmed the scene in person. Oh yeah, because that's oh wow. It's hard to get back in that headspace. Yeah. Like he he in this scene in particular, he mentions that in the commentary that it's like I did the ADR for this three years after we filmed it. (laughs) It's like okay, it's real good. Wow. But he just he just scoops Pippin away. Mm-hmm. Get out of here. Poor Bab. Pippin is fighting so hard to save Faramir. 
because I, he, he relates to Faramir. Mm-hmm. Their, their cute moment in the, in the hallway when Faramir's just like, oh, that used to be my armor is so good. Mm-hmm. It's so wholesome. Mm-hmm. This is decidedly not. But I think it's, um, I don't know, I think it's interesting that Denethor is referring to Faramir's body as the house of his spirit, as though the body isn't really him in this, like, at this point in Denethor's mind. So the house of his spirit is crumbling. He's he's more focused on Faramir's spirit rather than, like, like the afterlife rather than the current moment. Okay. Like, that's kind of where, I'm, where my yeah, headspace yeah, is. Yeah. I'm trying to Trying to suss out how I want to like describe what's in my brain. Yeah, sometimes it's words hard. are hard. <laughs> words are hard sometimes. <laughs> Maybe he's much more focused on the on the afterlife than the than the present. I think right now. Yeah, and like because, we talked about last week, this I mean, idea that he's trying to remove himself. The and... the the present. Um, his city is under siege. His civilization that he's responsible for is like crumbling. Yeah. Um, so the present is what has driven him mad. So yeah. it would make sense that he is looking at um, his only surviving son as like being already like a, um, a like not a physical entity anymore. Yeah, that makes sense to me. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna remove himself and his son from this this world. Yep, and move on to some other worlds. Because, I mean, we talked about this last week, this idea that maybe he's burning, like, the, the use of the words and stuff, that he's he's burning himself and Faramir to remove them from whatever funerary rites they normally would give. Mm-hmm. To remove them from the, the afterlife of this world. Well, like, in a really, like, twisted way, like, yeah. it's him, like, reclaiming his power. Yeah, yeah. like, he's, he's taking control of the situation in the only way that he deems, um, I don't know fit the last like the last resort yeah it's really messed up then you just get to and you can hear all this screaming in the city outside around it while mm-hmm. this is all happening yeah. it just adds to how terrible this is about dude this is be. a doozy of a friday episode yeah <laughs> also apparently uh apparently recording this at one point john noble uh mixed up the words oil and wood so he shouted pour pour wood on the oil and some of the <laughs> that's funny <laughs> It's like, oh, this great. We're going to talk more about Denethor in the next couple weeks. Yeah. Did uh, did you have any closing thoughts, Brian? Yeah, about this minute or like the movie The movies in general? In general. <laughs> no, I'm, I, they hold up. I'm very excited. and very excited that I got to revisit these. Yay. Yeah. Uh, which, uh, which of the three movies is the one you like the most? Return of the King. Boom. See? Boom. I know, I know. The the people that like two towers the most are few and far between. <laughs> it's like I'm, I'm good. We should have old. so few monsters in this world. Oh <laughs> no! Literally, the only ones I can think of are like you and your sister. Isn't it? Uh, so we had someone else on the on the podcast too. I don't remember. It was a while ago. It was, was it Tierney? Might have been Tierney. Maybe. I don't remember who it was now. <laughs> but I remember that it was a thing. It happened. <laughs> Somebody else agreed with me. Somebody agreed with me. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for joining us all week, Brian. It's been real fun. Yeah. I enjoyed yesterday's I derail. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, we're all from the website duelinggenre.com. 
Uh, and if you go to the go to that, you can all go to that site. You can also find Theme Park This, where you can find more Brian and on the Patreon Scott Pilgrim versus the Minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hopefully you've enjoyed Brian's presence here, and we'll give those shows a shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, uh, we definitely uh, will be. We definitely will be doing a Lord of the Rings theme park this in the future. Yay! Nice. Guaranteed well, like you gotta have a a Mines of Moria ride, dude. Heck yeah! You have the the Falls Wait, of Waros no, for a log flume. Like it writes itself. You get to get in a boat and alongside Boromir Sam, for a log flume. No, ride. how dare you! <laughs> oh no! Oh my god! <laughs> I know you live here, but you come into my house. <laughs> it starts off as like a Pirates of the Caribbean no, no. ride, style ride. That's you go horrible. past the battle at Emon Hen. Oh my god. You get to watch Boromir die. That's And horrible. then it ends with a log plume. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm for this. I like this a lot. <laughs> you get, to, you get to, to float through the climax of Fellowship of the Ring. <sighs> That's a good ride. All right. But if you want more Movies by Minutes podcasts, <laughs> you can go to moviesbyminutes.com to find a, a big old list of all the ones that the moderators of that site are aware of. Mm-hmm. And more are happening all the time. Yes. So. Constant a lot more updates. movies that don't have gore bag. Right? Just all these movies that don't have gore bag. Simply potential bags of gore. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back next week to keep talking about the movie. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye.